आई वी एम On this episode of Paisa Paisa, I'm talking to Indranil Guha of Finpeg. We're going to be talking about the concept of alpha SIPs, which is to get that extra kick from your normal regular SIPs and insulate yourself from the various ups and downs of the market. Stay tuned to listen to that. It's an exciting new product. Hey, it's been another great week on IVM Podcast. If you're not following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also please do spread the word about podcasting. You are our biggest ambassadors. If you tell somebody to listen to a podcast, that is the way that we're going to grow this space. This week on Simplified, the Simplified gang breaks down the fund of oil prices and why India pays so much for fuel. This week on Cyrus says Cyrus is joined by writer and film personality Raj Grover. He regales us with stories from partition and the heyday of Indian cinema of the 50s and 60s. On the Pragati podcast, Pawan and Hamsini discuss the government regulations that make the lives of restauranteurs difficult in Bangalore. They've got a really special guest Manu Chandra is on that along with Madhu Menon. This week on IVM likes IVM staffers Janam Abbas and Surbhi sit down and talk about movies that didn't live up to the hype. Last week the Rediscovery podcast went live with their fourth season. Listen to the first episode as Ambika and Hoshna talk about quitting their jobs for traveling and is it for everyone. On Shunya one this week Shilu Ditya and I speak to Sairi Chahal. She is the founder of Sheroes which is India's largest online community for women. This was another really really interesting talk. And with that let's get you on with your show. Folks, welcome to Paisa Paisa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter, and we're starting a new series on our podcast. All of us have heard about SIPs and mutual funds, and all of us know that it's the best way to go. Long-term investing, lot of stuff uh, that we know about SIPs. But I've got a guest who's turning their entire wisdom around its head. Okay, it's a product called Alpha SIPs, and the company's name is Finpeg. I have with me Indranil Guha who's the co-founder at Finpeg and in this series we are going to talk about this funky new concept a lot of myths we are going to be busting in the first part the second part we are going to go into the actual details of the product I I was there on the website and it looked really nice you know I mean they've got SAPs with a bit of intelligence using algos using data a lot of these stuff that the fintech companies do and there's a lot of things to be learned out here about how to handle sips in a more intelligent way to get a little bit of extra return so uh, without further ado let me welcome indranil guha from finpec to the show indranil welcome to the show thank you for coming over i think uh, let's start with the standard format tell us about yourself what's your background and then tell us about how you came to be working at finpec little bit about what finpec does and then let's go to that really meaty part about busting a lot of myths tell us sure um thank you so much uh, anupam and uh, many thanks for having me over for your show sure. i've been following this for a while now thank uh, you. and 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 great content out here thank you um uh, anupam uh, we are a two year old company uh, the company was started by me and another partner of mine his mm-hmm. name is shubham shubham and i go back almost 10 years uh, we met at business school we were in the same batch mm-hmm. uh, about 10 years back uh, Uh, after business school i have been a, for the most part a management consultant i used to work for accenture my partner has been an investment banker he started off with goldman sachs and then he worked for some time with kodak securities before we finally started this company in in 2016 and the genesis behind starting finpeg uh, anupam you touched on that is that when we got into the space we saw that essentially in the name of algo driven investing or robo advisory or whatever fancy term you might wish to give it uh, what essentially everybody was doing was picking up top rated funds and helping customers set up a sip in that fund but top rated can you just tell us what a top so so you, you you there are a number of these popular fund rating platforms 
platforms like value research money control and they they provide offers star ratings three star four star five star rated funds and and the the higher the number of stars a, a, a fund gets that's how how much top rated it's supposed to be mm. uh, or at least so the conventional wisdom goes so what you would typically find if you go to the recommendations of of most of these so called robo advisory platforms around the country um, their fund picks have a very high degree of overlap with what what is otherwise a four star or a five star rated fund on these popular fund rating platforms which is not surprising because you know at the end of the day what is it that you are trying to find out you are you are looking for a fund with a high average return okay. and and a low standard deviation so it's not very surprising that everybody will come up with with very similar results sure. so uh, what we found is that everybody essentially is helping uh, customers you know pick up these top rated funds and he- help they are helping them set up a sip in that mm. and uh, our take on that was well while there is value in what these guys are doing sip is not a one size fits all solution mm. it doesn't address uh, everybody's uh, you know financial situation so for example if you have a retiree uh, who who has got a one time flux of retirees uh, his financial goal is to invest that money in such a way that it generates a steady source of income for the rest of his life uh, at a rate which is hopefully higher than what fixed deposits can generate he's not looking at beating the market he, he's just wants a absolutely steady consistent steady return consistent because he's put in a lot of corpus on that absolutely okay. and so he he's uh, I, i'm just uh, highlighting one use case right yes. and and this is this is a use case which sip cannot address yes. so our idea was to you know go out and identify uh, as many of these user segments whose um, whose financial needs cannot be addressed by sip mm. even for sip sip is great for people who are doing month on month investment but it's just it's just one of the ways in which you can invest month on month mm. is there a better way to invest your money if you are doing month on month investments uh, which is how we came up with alpha sip and i'll t- talk more about that after we mm. you know address some of the myths that you that you mentioned yeah I, I, this is crazy right okay so i i i was on finpeg what's finpeg by the way just just to get that out of the way <laughs> fin and peg is is there some funky meaning of financial peg or something or is just it's uh, so we did quite a bit of research on on the nomenclature also on okay. on on startup names and you know the literature that we found was that it should end with a syllable ah. a syllable is uh, two uh, a consonant vowel and then a consonant it's ah. a three letter word ah. so min pin kin peg 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 right. so the idea is that that sticks ah. uh, in your mind so ah. it ends with 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 a with a syllable okay. and the first part has to be something related to finance Aha. and then you you have tools which run overnight and then help you fi- find out which are the available domain names which fo- uh, satisfy this criteria slight, slight note to my producer who's <laughs> sitting there does the <laughs> name comply with that okay paisa paisa <laughs> doesn't okay have a rethink on that okay coming back to this myth busting okay, so if you go on finpeg.com there are four uh four or five myths out there i yeah. i have got them in, in front of me and i must say i'm the first guy you know who um who would have believed in this i yeah. still think that i do have some beliefs in this okay so myth number 1 Five star funds are the best funds. Myth number two: SIPs are the best way to invest. Myth number three: Long term insures high returns. Dude, seriously, यार ये तो सबको पता है long term insures high returns. Okay, fine. And uh, the last myth: Index beating return is a big deal. Come on, यार of course it's a big deal. Okay, anyway, so these 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 are the four myths, folks. If you want to um you want to go into detail on this, please visit finpec. dot com. This is compelling stuff. Okay, the stuff that you think you assume you you know. but as per finpeg the, there is more to these things than what than what meets the eye in real tell us about this now right uh, so anupam uh, you know 
uh, while I'm not really debugging the value of, uh, you know, picking up funds based on these criteria, there is value in, in the way these some of these popular fund rating agencies go about giving these star ratings to funds. And I'm not taking away the value proposition that they bring to table. All I'm trying to say is that, you know, uh, SIP over a fairly long period of time in these so-called top rated funds, that's not necessarily a foolproof risk-free way of investing in mutual funds which is what conventional uh, wisdom tells which us is what, is. And which is how SIPs are, are sold. almost sold these yeah. days that you know you pick a top rated fund and you do SIPs for 5-6 years and there is yeah. no way you can go wrong okay. and, and our research shows that that's definitely not the case so I'll tell you what we did uh, we picked up cross-section of these so-called top-rated funds, which are four-star or five-star rated funds. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we focused only on large-cap funds because mid-caps have a much higher volatility. Mm. And then what we did was we assessed the performance of a five-year SIP mm. in these funds mm. for various time frames. Mm. When I say a five-year period, it's not just the last, just the last five years. Every five-year period in history 2000 to 2005, mm. 2001 to 6, mm. 2002 to 7, mm. 3 to 8, mm. 4 to 9, 5 to 10, and so on. Rolling as long so, as So, for yeah. every five-year period, we tried to find out what has been the five-year SIP return during that period for of the, these funds. For the top five for, star, whatever For, for these top you know, five, five okay. to ten funds, right? From this, you can find out what's the worst case five-year SIP return, Correct. average case five-year SIP return and Correct. the best case five-year SIP returns. That's fair. The average case of, in case of these top-rated funds, turns out to be around 14 to 15% per annum, which okay. is great. And you are starting your meter at 2000, 2001? I started my meter since inception of these funds, which can go back all the way up to 90. 2000. Okay. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you're saying, oh, so you're looking at 18-year data. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, 18-year yeah. data shows that for any rolling five-year period yeah. for yeah. large-cap funds, yeah. The average, yes, average the case average is average case is fourteen to fifteen. Fourteen to fifteen percent. Understood. Best case goes up to as high as twenty four to twenty five percent, which is fabulous. But right? you would you need a lot of luck to yeah. be invested. Though. Correct. So okay. you would have that this happened during the time frame to December two thousand nine to December uh, two thousand fourteen. Oh, that and nice. af yeah, after yeah, the yeah, correction yeah, had yeah, ha yeah, played out, yeah. where if you if you are lucky to enter the market yeah. back right at the bottom, uh, right? Okay. The problem is worst case. Okay. The worst case return, five-year SIP return of these funds, uh. you'll be surprised to know is negative. Oh. Right? Okay. So, between the time frames of February 2007 mm. to February 2012, Ooh, had ouch. you... Yeah, right? That would be a bit right? tough period. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, think about it. You yeah. are in February 2007. You have no way to predict one year down the line Obviously, you are yeah. you're going to be hit with the worst crash in the history of Indian capital markets. And you have been told that you have to be consistent you, with your investments. Correct. So you don't start and stop correct. as for the markets going up and correct. down. Correct. Oh, correct. Okay. And, and, and mind you, this is not a lump sum investment. This is a SIP, SIP. investment yeah. where you have consistently invested right through that 2008 crash also correct. and correct. yet at the end of five years, you have ended up with anywhere between negative 1 to positive 1% return. Okay. So, let me just uh, recount that for yeah. our listeners. Best case, 24-25%. Yes. Average case, 14-15%. Worst case, negative 1 to plus 1%. Plus 1%. So, flattish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. In, wow. in, okay. in fact, uh, our research shows that mm. as many as 20% of the times, mm. the five-year SIP returns of these so-called top-rated funds has been below that of fixed deposits during those times. Hmm. 
right mm. and 20% is not insignificant yep, right yep, yep, right, yep, yep, right. Yep. so that's the risk that we that we carry right so um, the other way to look at that is that well 80% of the times you have got it right uh, but what we are but the way we look at this is that when you are participating in in mutual funds and you are participating through sips the risk that you run is that 20% of the time you could do worse than mutual funds mm. and typically if you you know go back to the period when these these things happen mm. they typically happen during times when the markets are going up mm. 2007 was just before the advent of the financial crisis mm. more ways than one we are in 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 in, in terms of price to earnings ratio price to book ratio i'm going to get to that yeah. right after we are, done with this we are, yeah, we, are yeah. we are in very similar times yeah, yeah, yeah. as as we as today right uh, 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 so god forbid you know for, uh, you 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 get on a five year sip today Huh. and god forbid you end up in in that 20% of those okay. uh, times okay. that may not be a very happy ending right sure uh two questions two so uh, was there any reason why you chose 5 years maybe yeah. not say 10 years any 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 logic to that yeah so uh, um our research again shows that uh, for 10 years mm. a you don't have a lot of data because uh. you know if you are looking at 10 years then you are only looking at it doesn't do any good to look at just the last 10 years data okay you should have you know thousands of data points huh. for a fund which uh, for, uh, says that the fund has completed time sample time. size isn't strong so, enough so sample size isn't isn't strong enough you don't have funds which have which have been which have been around for long enough where you can make yeah. uh, assessments for over 10 year sure. time frame sure. right and 5 year then we thought is 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 not is is not ins- is not insignificant mm. it's 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 long enough mm. uh, but you have to take a take a cut off okay. what we find again what i find very problematic with this whole long term business mm. is that while everybody will sell you a long term sip without telling you how long is long <laughs> so nobody yeah. tells you whether it's 3 years 5 years 7 years yeah. so we define that you know let's take a cut off of 5 years right. and for 5 years this is the performance of a conventional sip mm. can we do anything better than that over a 5 year time frame with our product okay right okay. so that's okay. the that's the reason we we picked a 5 years so if i have if i have got you right yeah. you know and we're going to discuss the specific products in the Correct. next uh, part yeah the date this data showed you that there's enough room yeah. for a smartly designed sip absolutely there's enough absolutely. room for you there's enough the data shows you enough room for us a better design product Correct. using algos using whatever technology that you've got Correct. would that be the main takeaway absolutely so uh, what we are basically trying to in in simple terms what mm. we are saying is that you know in sip what is it that you are trying to do you are investing a fixed amount every month mm. you are investing when the markets are high you are also investing when the markets are low and mm. and hoping to capture a good average buying price over a period of 5 6 7 years correct uh, the risk that you carry is that there could be times where there are more highs than lows correct and in the process the averaging that happens may not be as great and and the average buying price doesn't sufficiently come down huh. and that then has a impact on your returns oh, right that's and, interesting and yeah. then the and and then the counter uh, the how do you address that uh you basically what we basically try to do with our alpha sep strategy yeah. um is you invest less than average Got during it. times when oh, valuations yeah, yeah, are high yeah, yeah. and invest more than average when valuations are low right. so we'll come to the, uh, yeah, yeah. talk about it more in the next section because yeah. the biggest challenge is how do you decide yeah, when yeah. the markets are high and when the yeah, markets yeah. are low right uh 
we're going to end this first part on this note sure. tell me why you think the markets are where they are and why they need to follow okay for folks let me just uh, tell you where the markets are today is 13th of august in fact today the turkish crisis has had a bit of an impact uh, on the stock markets i think the nifty was about 11350 odd just last week the nifty had hit uh, new highs as like a boom of exuberance in large caps uh, the 10 year bond yield i believe is what 6.9 6.8% okay Crude is how much? Seventy types or something? Almost, yeah. Okay, and the Indian rupee today sixty nine point eighty five. Okay, so tell us, Indranil, your outlook or FinPEG's outlook on where the markets are going to go. I we had a fairly detailed email exchange on Correct. this where it's very interesting. You know, it's all it's always interesting to get a strong view from someone. Yeah. Tell us where markets are headed. So le- let me take a step back from these very specific and and very compelling market parameters that you mentioned and and talk at, at a slightly 10000 feet level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll focus here a little bit more on on the way the US economic cycles have played out in the last 70 years. Mm-hmm. Because I take cues from there because you know uh, what happens there usually gets replicated in in most other especially in emerging markets. Okay. Right. Uh, the nature of the U.S. markets has been that you have had a period of expansion, followed by a, a sharp recession in the economy, which leads to a correction in the market, and then a new cycle starts. Mm-hmm. Right. So typically, the time between two recessions is what is called the expansionary period. Mm-hmm. Right. Since 1945, since the end of the Second World War, in the last 70 years, the average time between two recessions in the us has been seven and a half years hmm. the longest it has ever gone to hmm. is one month short of 10 years 119 months wow. which was during the clinton years okay. that that cycle got uh, came to an end with the dot com bust in 2000 you're saying 1990 to 2000 right? oh, yeah that was a nice long yeah. period yeah, that's the longest yeah, nine yeah. years 11 months yeah, yeah. right A recession, by the way, is a very technical term. It a, is. A, a, a recession is. in technical terms means two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. Okay. Oh, so it's not a slowing in GDP. No, no, it's, it's, a, it's negative. negative. It's negative GDP growth. Ah, okay. The last recession, the 2008 recession, yep. the uh, the U.S. economy came out of that recession in June of 2009. Nine. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. We are right now in August of 2018. Ah. We are in ninth year, second <laughs> month <laughs> of the expansionary cycle. Okay. In nine more months, <laughs> this becomes the longest expansionary cycle in the history. <laughs> right? I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, sometime before course, yeah, that, yeah, we yeah, are going yeah, to the yeah. chop is going to fall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the nature of bubbles is that every bubble is bigger than the previous one. Yeah. This could well continue to grow mm. even after it has become the longest mm. in history. Mm. The last one was about ten years. This could become go on till ten and a half, maybe eleven. Mm. I don't know when the chop falls, but mm. my point is there is a certain trend, and the mm. time is ticking. Mm. A trend of last seventy years is is not really going to be reversed anytime soon. And at some point mm. in time, you know, th- th- this party is going to come That's to an end. If you're a believer in mean reversion, yeah. if yeah. you're a believer in mean reversion, yeah. then there's something on the cards yeah. out there, yeah. folks. Uh, Fantastic point by Indranil, right? He said that it's almost you know this you're 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 nearing a new high for an economic cycle. Yeah. Guess what? The U.S. stock market is on August twenty second will celebrate its longest bull market in history. Okay, and if you are a believer in mean reversion, some red flag somewhere or the other should be there. I think Indranil has a very good point, and I'm going to wrap up this part by telling you that. A typical SIP would ignore all of this. Yes, that's how SIPs work. Yes. Okay. So, 
you could do your asset allocation whichever way you want okay so if you have an asset allocation of 100% equity you just you're a big bull or you do 80 20 whichever way you want if you're someone who believes in blind sib investment irrespective of how markets go up or down or bull markets or bear markets which is like in the you said and i also agree how sib is a sold long term product keep on investing do not think etc etc data shows that your returns could potentially take a hit okay yeah. now he could be wrong i could be wrong this bull market could could go on for another 10 years okay which is fine okay none of us can ever make such uh, calls with, with clarity but past data tells you that something could go wrong in the next one year or next two years and your sip could be at risk okay that's the sum and substance of this first episode on alpha sips with finpeg in the second episode we're going to talk about specific products okay because finpeg has a lot of them a lot of data a lot of algos that go behind designing these products you call them smart sips you call them alpha sips and we are going to go into that in the second episode stay tuned for that No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision. Long long ago, not in Bethlehem, but in a place nearby, there was a wonderful birth of a huge show which I like to call Cyrus says, the show that encapsulates everything in human history from the first Homo sapien to the last Homo sapien. Uh, who's traversed the entire world and then come back to India? This is a show which tells you everything about everything. If you want to know, avoid Google. Come to us. It's called Cyrus Says. Get new episodes every Monday and Thursday on the IVM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's simple as A B. Oh God, what comes after that? Look up in the internet. It's a meme. No, it's a cat video. No, it's the Geek Fruit Podcast. That's right. We interrupt this riveting broadcast to tell you about our show, The Geek Fruit Podcast, where Tejas Dinkar and I, Jishnu, talk about everything in pop culture, including DC, Marvel, Star Wars, Netflix, and everything in between. You know how your friends hate it when you ramble about some nerdy crap, and you just want somebody to listen to you. Well, sorry, there's nothing we can do about that. But come listen to us ramble, and it'll almost be like the real thing. Kind of. Listen to new episodes of the Geek Fruit podcast every Monday and the Geek Fruit Bulletin every Thursday on iTunes, Google Podcasts, the IVM app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, you nerds!